Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Skies are darkening. I mean, it's getting really dark in Salt Lake City. KSL News Time, 544. The three things you need to know this hour first. The home of a family of dog breeders exploded in Cache Valley last night. Investigators now say John Mullen was killed. 16 dogs were in the home at the time. I'm KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ayers. Second, Provo Canyon's going to be closed for 24 hours as crews clean up from avalanche mitigation. We're going in depth in just a moment. But third... Our traffic trouble spots. We're going to go up north where I-15 is getting coated with a lot of water. The storm is moving in. You're going to see speed slowing down due to current driving conditions. And this is going to be I-15 anywhere from Marriott Slaterville into Kaysville. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Strong winds gusting today with a line of thunderstorms moving in tonight. I'm Kevin Eubank. Storms move in, the wind dies down, but for the meantime, 55 degrees, wind at 23 miles an hour now. KSL's top national stories from ABC News. State and federal regulators move to secure accounts at California's Silicon Valley Bank. The nation's 16th largest financial institution is the biggest bank to fail since 2008. With storms in the forecast, there's a timed release of the spillway at Lake Oroville in Northern California for the first time in four years. This lake provides water supply for 27 million Californians across the state. So this is really important to have you know, water in the lake so we can provide water to California. Ted Craddock, Deputy Director of the State Water Project. Massachusetts thinks online sports wagers are a good bet for revenue, and they became legal today. I'm not going to take it too seriously, but I think there it is easy to get carried away um, and, to, and to potentially lose more than you, than you have. He made one today at a Boston sports bar. Stocks fell today despite a better-than-expected February employment report. The Labor Department says employers created 310,000 jobs last month. Daria Albinger, ABC. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Time for the in-depth now. We're hearing it'll be 24 hours or longer before Provo Canyon reopens. It's because of avalanche mitigation work by UDOT today. Spokesperson John Gleason says that hasn't been the only challenge for road crews today. Wild weather everywhere. <laughs> we have a wind advisory out in uh, Tooele County and restrictions on I-80 in Tooele County because we we actually had a semi that, that tipped over as a result of the winds. 
and and then you know we've had uh, the avalanche control work that we've been doing in in Provo Provo Canyon, and we actually triggered a major slide at, at some places. It's 20 feet deep, and across the road it's about 10 feet deep. Um, you know, which is which is great. We want we want that to happen if it's going if there's that potential. We want it to happen when we have the canyon closed, and you know when we're when we're watching the uh, conditions out there. So. We had our we had our uh, crews um, on standby to clean up any of the any of the uh, snow if it did hit the the road and and boy did it hit the road it um, this is the same area that we we triggered a massive slide uh, several years back uh, that covered the road for the, I, I believe it was closed for a day or two back then this slide is going to require some major cleanup efforts and and we're looking at at least uh, several hours here of uh, Provo Canyon being closed. And then just with the, with the rain and the snow that's coming in overnight, you know, that, that danger persists in, in both uh, Provo Canyon and Little Cottonwood Canyon. And so, you know, th- those, are, those are the areas that we're really focused on right now for avalanche control work. This incoming storm with rain in the valleys tonight, Kevin Eubank was talking about something like 20 inches of snow in the mountains. It's going to make this weekend interesting for you, Dot Cruz. There's a challenge with the wet, heavy snow that we're expecting in the in the canyons. It, it really creates a danger when it uh, when it falls on the existing snowpack for for avalanches. And so we have to make sure that we're uh, we're being extra cautious and. And using using the best judgment to close the canyon and keep it closed as long as that danger persists. But um, you know we'll be out there doing everything that we can to to um, to address that that risk and and take away uh, any of any of those concerns before we open the canyon again. He advises drivers stay up to date about road closures by going to the UDOT website. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.